realize that you can watch all of the shit that's out there. Don't let either company trick you into thinking it's a us versus them thing. Just enjoy the wrestling. Whether it's WWE or AEW or NXT, you guys don't have to choose. You can watch it all. That's rad. Fight forever, Guardian! I think he broke it. And you're listening to Hell in a Cell Radio. The Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hey, yo. Terry D. Frong here. Terrible. Welcome to HISU Talk Radio. Craig's here. I'm here. And you know who's also here? Crowds. Crowds are back at wrestling shows. Uh, and I will say this, um, man, after all that BS, <laughs> after all that bull crap and rigmarole and complaining about the you know the, the 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 how the show was coming off, and after all all that, mm-hmm. everybody was still showing up. My yeah, and I'll say this too: AEW had great crap. I, I, I just want to let me let me preface this week, uh, this past week in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Every show, it was a good week. Slammiversary, Dynamite. WWE shows with the when the crowds were coming back, mm-hmm. everything felt really good. Uh, they were good and great shows all weekend, mm-hmm. all week. Excuse me, this past week. That being said, there's some things to nitpick. We're right back into the nitpicking. Yes, and that man, should be. A, I miss it. Yeah, sh- that should be a point reward. Kermit the Frog never. You want me to talk <laughs> like Kermit the Frog? You got to pay me. Um, <laughs> Mula, pay to play, folks. Pay to play, everybody. That's my motto. Why I'm not in porn. Um, yeah, that's why. So. I really. OK, let's start with Goldberg. <laughs> oh, you going to start already? We're going to skip. Yeah, over Monday. Get, We're going to start yesterday. Instead let's of going get, back to let's Sunday. get Goldberg out of the way. So Goldberg's back. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you're happy about that, Craig. Nope, not at all. <laughs> it effing sucks. Uh, every time they brought him back, it effing sucks. Um, it, it's not when any any time, and I'm I'm going to get to to Keith Lee in a second. But any time yeah. you're bringing back a guy whose best days were 20 years ago, and, and the crowd debatable. goes and the crowd goes nuts, that means. They don't give a shit about your current stars. That means that no one on your roster currently is going to get that kind of reaction. If you have to go back in the way back machine and grab a 56-year-old man to challenge your current heavyweight champion, it's, it's makes me sick. It's disgusting. It's useless. And this is the second time 
they've buried Keith Lee with a Goldberg entrance. It, and if you, the fact that they brought him back, Keith Lee, okay, but that's a great surprise. It took forever on his entrance, you know, and I think if they had put his music on sooner, it would have had a bigger impact. But Keith Lee was going to get as big a pop as he was going to get. Yeah. And then you bury the guy. Yeah. If you're bringing him back for a reason and everyone was thinking, okay, well, they're letting him go. Or they're, they're sending him back to NXT. Or Keith Lee has nude photos of somebody. He did something because he's on the outs with people that are in charge of Keith Lee's uh, career after being called up in the main roster. But he gets buried. I understand wanting to make Bobby look big. He looked great against Kobe, Kofi, the kind of squash you want from a guy like this. That's what you want. Against sure. Keith Lee, that should not have happened. Nope. A, a count out victory. Bobby just taking his ball and going away and saying a I wasn't a DQ would have been fine. Um, but you bury the guy. The one that you called up twice now to be your savior and in his hometown. And I know it, it shouldn't bother me in the hometown because the WWE has a history, a long storied, tragic history of burying guys in their hometown. But uh, that wasn't, it wasn't necessary. And do you no, want to I, I was going to say, I don't know. I, 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 you and I have talked about, I've talked about Keith, Keith Lee on this, uh, on this program many times and I don't know how I feel about last night I don't know because like I was going to compare it to the um, Jeff Hardy carrying cross situation where Jeff Hardy didn't really retire mm-hmm. it's not like he was a past he, he wasn't a has-been he's still a guy that goes yeah. and he can hang with anybody so I don't right. feel it falls under the same category as Goldberg mm-hmm. to the point where People were flipping out. I'll take the strap. I'm going to bring it right back to Keith Lee uh, mm-hmm. to the point where people were flipping out about Karrion Cross coming out mm-hmm. and immediately get beat by Jeff Hardy. And I simply pointed out, but he cheated. Yeah, that's the point. Right. He cheated. Mm-hmm. Karrion Cross is going to get a big rebound on that. He had just started. Yeah. That one is not comparable. No. To what they did with Keith Lee. And I like Bobby Lashley. I've been hot and cold on Bobby Lashley for a year. You know, when he came to TNA in Philly lockdown. Yeah. Uh, and I'm talking about the TNA uh, wrestling uh, mm-hmm. show, not, uh, you know, the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when he came out, I was like, oh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. yeah. And when he's in WWE the first time, I was like, all right, I like this guy. And then TNA, I was like, eh. And then he came back again. I was like, all right, great. And then. It's like, I still uh, just don't talk, please. And then the hurt business brought it back up again, where I'm like, I'm fully invested in Bobby Lashley. And even with a promo last night, I'm still yeah. like, I really, I'm cool with Bobby. I'm glad he's champion. Enjoying yeah. the hell out of this. I mean, it was a lot of hell no. That was stupid. I hated it. But, you know, we're never, ever going to talk about booking during COVID ever again on the show. No. But that whole thing with Keith Lee. Which was funny. Now I think about it. somebody found my Twitter comment in the raw hashtag. It was like said something. I'm like, I'm like, because I said something about the Charlotte thing, which we'll bring up in a second. Yeah. I looked at his uh, page and it's all about 
hating on people who are, are, are against the Keith Lee thing. And I didn't miss mention the Keith Lee thing once on purpose. The only time I mentioned Keith Lee on Twitter in the last week, as I said, without talking about the actual issue itself, I said, Keith Lee should be in your top three yes. in the men's division. If he's on the main roster, Raw or SmackDown, period, full stop, end of the sentence, end of discussion. That's it. There's no but if or what, but how, nothing. That's it. Keith Lee should be at the top. Yeah. If he's not, he should be on top in NXT, period, full stop, end of story, no discussion. That's it. We're moving on. Mm -hmm. So that I have no idea. And I'm a WCW mark. And I couldn't care less that he screamed in a falsetto. I'm next. I wasn't that upset about it, but I'm like, I this was so for that whole segment. In an otherwise wonderfully booked week, uh, a week of shows, and I mean a week span, not from last Monday, from crowds to to you know what I mean. Yeah. Overall, not bad. It was really good. It maybe the writers got adrenaline, uh, the crowd adrenaline. They're like, all right, let's do this. this. That was kind of like in the middle of it all, going, huh? What? Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, no, go ahead. That was the end of my key. I made my Keith Lee point. Anybody who disagrees about his position is absolutely and fucking correct. I, I'm it, with Keith Lee. It's just always a mystery. What is, what has he done wrong? And what he was born uh, in the wrong color. <laughs> but not, but it's like, why you're, but he's gotten, and you could say this about all the NXT people that have been called up. And I even, he commented on this on Damien's page. It used to be getting called out there in the main roster was like you hit the big leagues, but now it's like a curse because everyone who's been called up who was on fire in NXT, every single one of them lost. And outside of carrying cross, they were they were lost decisively with no way to go but up. Why is Rhea Ripley? You said that Keith Lee should be in the top three. Rhea Ripley should be on top, period. Period. And every women's debate. Now, why can't she? Why is she always unable to beat Charlotte? I, I mean, I have I a theory that, that Rhea would get her win back at, at Money in the Bank. I have and a theory. I'm if, sorry. And even in their match itself, which was great, if when Charlotte did the natural selection off the top rope that looked amazing, looked awesome, if she was going to win anyway, why couldn't that be the finish? But then you put her in the figure eight and you make her tap, which makes her look even weaker. They did the same thing to Asuka. I don't know what Charlotte is. Has she's got to, I don't know if it's the flair thing. She's got to go over everyone and be as strong as possible and make the formerly strong people look incredibly weak. I hate it. I have a I have a I have a theory. And let me preface this by saying, well, why doesn't Charlotte fall under that? It's because she's a flair. Uh I think Vince 98% of the time treats NXT uh, stars like WCW stars. He didn't make them. He didn't care. Of course, there are a few that get by. And there always has been a few that's gotten by. Look, we did with Rick when he came from WCW that first time. Mm-hmm. At Royal Rumble. There's always a few that go by. Of course, he's, again, the, num- the name Flair. Um, and Bailey Sasha, yeah. It, again, there's a few, yeah, but largely he looks at most of them and go, I don't care, not mine. Uh, Keith Lee literally has everything Vince wants. He's a big dude, 
he's not ripped and uh, whatever, but, but he's a big dude. He's a big, powerful dude who towers over a lot of people, even though he's not the tallest guy, he still towers over a lot of guys by his personality alone. He's got a great look when he's got the mean, the mean face on. And he's, he's an amazing wrestler. Exactly. He's not even an okay wrestler. He can be one of the best. He is one of the best. He's your Mark Henry with athleticism. Yes, not to take it away from Mark Henry, but he's 10 times the athlete as far as moverability. He's Mike Awesome. He's this generation's Mike Awesome, and I really hope it doesn't go the way. And I don't mean not referencing his death. I'm referencing his career. His athletic ability for a guy his size is is astounding, and he could be yeah. he could be a guy that you will be talking about in thirty years. And what gets me so worked up about Keith Lee is because he's he's in his mid thirties, so his window isn't as wide open as so many. So if you're going to keep jerking him around, let the guy go. Yeah, go go or, to A and W so they can yeah. be on the lurch again too. Or or send him back down to to NXT. But huh. um, it, it bugs me about him. It bugs me the way uh, Char- and I understand you want to keep, but Charlotte is so big, and if she's got the flare treatment, that she doesn't need a belt. You know, just like I, Flair didn't. I if did Flair's- thought I did think it was funny that she won. Only in name that she won, people had a fit for 24 hours just for her to lose to Nikki Cross. <laughs> you could have done the same thing with uh with Rhea um, Ripley. With Rhea Ripley. You could have, yeah. That's my point. I, may, pun- do, you, do you think maybe they didn't want Rhea Ripley to lose to Nikki? Do you think that might be the only caveat to that? I'm asking. I don't I don't know why. I don't know, but I, I don't know why it's so important for Charlotte Flair to kill the pushes. Of these women that could be the future of the division. Rhea Ripley is your female rock. And I don't know why she couldn't get her win back over Charlotte, which was the last time, the last WrestleMania, when there was no people, when Ripley got called up and had the monster push from NXT, just like when Asuka was undefeated for two years. But what happened when she goes against Charlotte in WrestleMania? She not only she loses, but she taps out. And looks weak. She couldn't be pinned one, two, three. She she taps out. Same thing with Rhea. Not only could she could lose pinfall by a screw job or a flare, foot on the ropes, grabbing the tights. No, she's got to tap out. To that makes her look weak. I I I can't express enough how much I I I hate the booking of this and why the same people have to always keep winning and no one else gets anyone brought up from NXT or anyone that's got a bright shining future. Has to take a back seat. I'm getting Triple H vibes from Charlotte, and which and Triple H was one of the people I I couldn't stand. The way what Triple H did to Booker is what Charlotte oh, is doing. Is what Charlotte is doing. Too. It almost is. It's about a step away. The only thing she isn't doing is taking her time with the pin. Yeah. But that's and I, and I'm not knocking Charlotte. Obviously, no, no. I, I, my point is she's she's over so much that she doesn't need a belt. You're literally the only person I've seen discuss this to have a logical uh, uh, conversation with Charlotte because I don't agree. I don't think I don't think the Charlotte thing's a big deal. But on the other side of it, we agree is what I'm yeah. saying. But like I tweeted that, and, and somebody I don't know was like, "You, you don't you don't know the truth." I'm like, "Oh, you, the truth. truth. Yeah, <laughs> okay." <laughs> 
but you are bringing up a, that's why I, I love you Craig um I love you a genuine no a genuine um you're not like fuck Charlotte you're like what no. why why what does she need she is a flair yeah I don't know um overall money in the bank uh, damn good uh excuse me my my Peter Brady yeah, yeah me, you and me both it I'm was you like, this week yeah now I'm sounding like Goldberg um, it was a damn good show, and it was, and it might have been just an average show, but because of the crowd, it made it a damn good show. Yeah. That's what made me. That's what got me invested. And despite the technical difficulties that unfortunately occurred during the men's Money in the Bank, I missed like eighty-eight percent of it because I couldn't get a clear picture. Which is not that it should have gone out like in the in the women's match or any other match, but it's just the fact that there was some bad technical difficulties i i missed a lot um yeah i i liked everything i was surprised that they gave it to to nikki um i guess is her reward okay we're going to give you a dumbass gimmick and but we're also going to give you the belt we're also going to give you money with money in the bank and give the belt as long as it wasn't alexa bliss i was happy with it still wanted to be oscar um i don't know what um I think that Jimmy Uso signed the Jack Swagger waiver that if I get arrested for drunk driving, that I win a title that same week. Uh, I know the special clause in his in his in his uh, in his contract. So now, so now the Usos and Roman Reigns are the hurt business. So now they have all the belts. Now watch them get all the the, uh, and I can't even claim bias because, you know, they're. Uh, you're both people of color, but it's like, why couldn't have this have been the Hurt Business? But in in on Raw, but on SmackDown, the Usos. So yeah, Jimmy Uso was arrested for drunk driving again, and convicted again. But he and his brother win the World Tag Team Championship again for the eighth time over Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Kudos, Dominic Mysterio. Excellent wrestler so far. His first match in front of a crowd ever. And it went off without such a hitch that I didn't, it didn't even occur to me until you just said that. Yeah. But uh, wow. he's really good, man. It's not yeah. like this kid came in and because his name, it's not like David Flair mm. where this kid came in like, well, you know, we're going to put him on TV because he's David Flair. That kid's really good. Yeah. And he had a great teacher and he had a great father. And that, that the, the lucha ethic, you know, you start young. I mean, Rey Mysterio was wrestling professionally uh, while bringing his homework to the locker room and doing his homework before the match when he was 15 years old. So uh, you, you start young and he was indoctrinated young. And again, a great teacher. He's not doing anything that he shouldn't do. He's not doing, he's following the Dusty Rose edict. Don't do shit you don't know how to do. Um, He's and he's working with and he's working with not only his father but also with two other wrestlers that grew up in the business that from a rich heritage that started early. The Uso is part of the Samoan dynasty, so everyone in there knows what he's doing. So Dominic Mysterio is being protected, but even so, I didn't see anything in him. He wasn't hesitant. He didn't look lost out there which a lot of second-generation wrestlers do, or even a lot of current non-second-generation wrestlers. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes. Just look at AEW, but just don't know, you know, 
what they're supposed to, where they're supposed to be. But Dominic has all that. So I'm very proud of him. The match took place before the pay-per-view and the countdown show, um, which shows you all you need to know about this, the uh, SmackDown tag team division that doesn't even get, you know, a uh, regular slot. But uh, great show. Um, I was expecting a, a Becky Lynch appearance, but I was just as happy for a John Cena appearance. I, I was going to say how far we've come where we spent the majority of your involvement in the show, at least. Uh, and even when it was still Chris and, and Dean and I, mm-hmm. um, where, you know, Cena get 50% and Roman would get booed, even though he was a good guy. Yeah. To where now Roman's getting booed out of that building. And rightfully so. I have zero complaint. And now seeing it in front of a crowd, Roman Reigns, the, I mean, he's still doing promos. Mm-hmm. But he's with Heyman. He's in good hands. And I I am so happy that he is the bastard that he is right now. He is the number one heel in the business. Right and now. cut to John Cena coming out and the roof pop. I thought the edge pop on SmackDown was big. Yeah. The Cena pop. Yeah. Blew, blew that out of the water. And I will yeah. say, mm-hmm. I love sharing the story where I was a Cena detractor. I mean, I didn't tweet about F John Cena. I hate John Cena. His brain, yeah. I was like, eh, it's just not right. Why is he? I don't care. He, he's, I, he's just not. I'm not a 10 year old kid and I'm not a woman. So. That's exactly what it, I went to a house show yeah. in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, right next to me was a young African-American little kid, like mm-hmm. five, six years old with his dad who was having a good time. Reacting where he should, you know, then John Cena came out. Yeah. And that kid lost his mind. And I looked over at that kid hopping up and down, screaming. And his dad just looking at his kid going, smiling because his kid was having a great time. And I said, that's it. It doesn't matter what I think of John Cena. Just yeah. like it doesn't matter what I think about Space Jam 2, which we'll talk about on the Nerd Herders. Whether I liked it or not is irrelevant because I know people who did like it and they all have kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. We'll talk about that off air, but we'll definitely talk about it on air. Nerd Herd is at yeah. the end of the month. Um, so yes, uh the, John overall past the 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 the, rear, the the two speed bumps in a otherwise great um uh, five days of wrestling was Rhea Ripley and Keith Lee, hands down. Yeah, yeah. I do want to end this first episode with a little bit of happy news, the potential. And it seems that there is a super conglomerate. I say super because it still won't be the size of the other big two. Uh, well, I mean, the, one of the big two is involved. Okay. Impact, AEW, AAA, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and NWA seem to be working together. Oh. And it okay. seems to be leading to a super card for Bound for Glory. Hmm. Okay. Uh, minus the Minus the the one guy, and we all know who it is. <coughs> uh, <laughs> wrestles, he looks like a trash bag. Yeah, Tra- the Irish trash bag. Mm-hmm. Wow, the match potential. Yeah, is kind of mind boggling. Considering again, we're in twenty twenty one, and companies kind of really don't work together. Yeah. This, this, especially with the New Japan injecting themselves into this, mm-hmm. and New Japan's going to start touring again. 
sign me up for Mountain Glory. I'll be there. That's amazing. Uh, and speaking of TNA with Slamversary, uh, our friend Mickey James is back in the uh, wrestling scene. Saw very that. very yeah. happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good to Absolutely. see you, people. And I and yeah, I knew she would. I I thought One she would join. I, yeah, I thought she would join her husband in the NWA. But well, I don't think it. Like I said, I think I think there is basically a working agreement with all these companies now that the Triple A thing is also kind of yeah, like the 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 athleticism in these matches. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be following this and reporting yeah, it further. It, it is something, you know, in 2021 that you can, that you wouldn't have this, you know, when I've commented on uh, super cards in the wrestling historian and they were kind of passe, um, they didn't happen a lot, but only selected areas in Toronto, St. Louis or Houston, where the NWA, the AWA and the WWF had, WWF had a great, you know, handshake relationship. Hey, I'll bring my champion over to your and they they weren't promoted. They weren't called supercards. You can just show up in the Toronto Maple Leaf Garden and there's Harley Race, Nick Bockwinkle, and Bob Backlund all on the same card defending their belts. Or you can go to the NWA headquarters in St. Louis on any given month and there's superstar Billy Graham with the WWF heavyweight champion and there's Harley Race wrestling right afterwards. And and vice and same thing in the, in the, in Houston. And since everyone loved Paul Bosch, he could have all three champions on the card at once. And it wasn't promoted. I had it, you know, it wasn't a big, you know, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come out. It was. It could have been on a Wednesday in Houston, and all three world champions could have been there. And you could have had someone from Mid South and someone from World Class all on the same card. And it wasn't anything. Uh, because they everyone wasn't trying to put each other out of business. They were all trying to put on a card for in this town, pack the place, everyone gets paid, uh, the fans have a great time, and they go home with a program that's now a collector's item. Because it it didn't happen back then. Same thing in Madison Square Garden. You could just, you didn't know who was going to show up in Madison Square Garden once a month. That's what made it uh, uh, amazing. You're going to see, oh, the main event's Bruno. Oh, but there's David Von Erich on the undercard. There's Tommy Rich on the undercard. There's Mike Graham and Steve Curran. The Florida Tag Team Champions are wrestling in, in, in Madison Square Garden. Hey, there's Austin Idol. Doesn't he wrestle in Tennessee? Yeah, well, there he is in Madison Square Garden. He's the only 10 I see. There you go. Uh, but again, they weren't, they're, they're they were working with each other to try to get their guys over or to make uh, a big card for a, for, to fill a big house because the more people in the stadium, the more money they make. And of course, the wrestlers want to be on this big card. The champions want to be on the big card. And it makes a, it's a big deal. So to have this in 2021, um, and even if it's all these, Entity, all these super conglomerate, as you call it, get together, even if it's just to put a dent in NXT or uh, WWE. Uh, the fact that they're all working together, you know, for something um, is uh, something I didn't think I'd see in 2021, and namely because I didn't think there'd be that many wrestling organizations still left in 2021. Yeah, really. So uh, that's, that's an achievement in itself. <laughs> yeah. So that's an achievement in in of itself. 
one last thing I wanted to bring bring up here. Oops. Mm-hmm. I pressed the wrong button. And I only uh, want to bring this up because we've talked about it a great deal. Um, I want to alert you all to an amazing account on Twitter. And this is wrestling related. And you'll appreciate, you'll absolutely appreciate, absolutely appreciate this fact. Absolutely. Uh, At the Twitter, holy. Wow. Take two. Hold on. The account on Twitter is at new WWE on Peacock. Mm-hmm. It was also behind the amazing account on Twitter, WWE Chronologic. Is literally updating everything, every time updating us on everything being uploaded on the Peacock version of the WWE Network. And we are almost at 100% of what we were watching on the WWE Network before it reverted to the Peacock. Wow. And Peacock has come out and said publicly mm-hmm. to this person that by the end of summer, before the end of summer, excuse me, okay. it's all going to be there. Oh. Everything that was there is there. Now, what is also happening, which we're getting surprised, is all the stuff that they were probably going to upload in the first place that was going to be new is getting mm-hmm. uploaded to the Peacock. A bunch, a big dump of the AWA on ESPN episodes have been uploaded. Wow. Which means a F-ton of Nick Bockwinkle as champion. And we've mentioned a thousand times on the historian episode and regular episodes of HIC Talk Radio that that stuff still holds. Mm. Go watch it. It's there. AWA on ESPN. I just want... And also follow... I already forgot that quickly. <laughs> at WWE. At new WWE on Peacock. At new W. You'll know it's the account because it says classic mother effort. <laughs> it says classic mother It effort. says classic, <laughs> classic mother effort. It says classic WWE on Peacock update with a big picture of Bobby the Brain in. There you go. Won't be hard to find. Definitely look up that account. It's I'm like, I can I, I'm basically ready to start my to continue my chronological viewing of the WWE Network. Yeah. I'm yeah. very happy about that. And with that, this ends the first episode this week of HIC Talk Radio. Craig, where can people follow you? They can follow me at Craig Lagan <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, for those of us who still have Facebook. At C R A I G L I double G E O N S. Yes, and follow me on all social media platforms at Dan Light. Well, not all. Don't follow me on Facebook for about a month. <laughs> follow- we're on that later. We're more on that later. No, you'll never know. Ixnay on the Uche. Follow me on all social media platforms. Dan Law 83, the HIC Talk Radio Network. If you search HIC Talk Radio on your iPhone, your Android, or on Spotify, any app you use for your podcast, type in HIC Talk Radio Network. Look for the big new green and blue logo. Like, share, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Greg Lanz, we have our average comedian, Dan Calchico. Easy for me to say. We'll see you for the wrestling story. Eddie.